You're diving into Vision 20 editing. New company with their services providing video editing to get your video perfect and exactly the way you guys are looking for. They also do audio mastering where they're going to take your audio and get crisp and clear. They're bringing your vision to life. That is right at Vision 20 Editing. We want to make sure that your vision comes to life in the way you want it. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Vision 20 Studios. Now let's get back to the True North Racing Podcast. I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison. And you, yeah you, are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Time to strap in, pull those belts, and get ready for an action-packed episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Are you ready to unmask? Uh, I mean... Unhelmet your favorite racers. Get ready for the most fun you'll have outside the racetrack to get you ready for the next race. You're listening to John Morrison and Megan Mitchell, and this is the True North Racing Podcast. Back to a new week of the not a new week, new episode of the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Vision Twenty Studios. My name is John Morrison. Joining me as always is our amazing co-host Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? What are you? I'm good. We're uh, we're I'm excited because this is now episode two of our lead up to Friday Night Thunder. You guys have ju- you guys just listened to uh, Aaron Turkey a week ago. This week, as earns for a special treat, we got Alan Downey joining us. Last year, he was running in the crate division at Oshawa Speedway this year, he's moved up to the 360. We are going to have so much fun talking with him, asking him about how he's enjoying uh, the show um, racing this year, especially with running, moving up a division. It's always, it's, it's a big learning curve though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a different motor package. It's still a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope you guys are ready. Megan, are you ready to do this? Ready. All right. Before we bring in Alan, we're gonna just gonna ha- we're gonna check out his clip from Friday Night Thunder. We were a rocket that night, picking off one car after another car after another car after another car, and to build something in six hours and have it be that fast was incredible to me. I've never driven so hard in my life. I just wanted it all to work out. I wanted all the effort that everyone put in be rewarded. And I ended up fifth, pulled into the pit, and everyone was cheering and really happy, and I was hugging everyone. It was a win. It was a fifth-place result, but under the circumstances, it was incredible. And it also helped me mentally, because when you get hit at 100 miles an hour, it's, it leaves a scar in, in your mind. Like, it's not fun. Like, it hurts. And it plays in your head, and you got to kind of force it out. And to be able to jump right back in a race car the next night, to push that aside and say, I can do this, I can get back to being able to race competitively um, with no limits, I think it was really important for me mentally to be able to do that and to push aside the incident. All right, now we're sitting down with the driver the number 19D in the 360 sprints at Oshawa Speedway, Alan Downey. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for very much for having me on. No problem. We're uh, we're excited to have you because one, we are doing a whole bunch of, of these mini kind of mini episodes. They're not a full episode for us, 
uh, leading up to Friday Night Thunder, which you are a cast member of. So let's just get right into it. How did you get involved with the with uh, the production of Friday Night Thunder? Yeah, so I'm actually kind of a latecomer to the show a little bit um, because they filmed season one, which I wasn't a part of. That would have been my first season racing ever. Um, I joined in 2020 it, as part of the cast of Friday Night Thunder, and uh, we're currently filming our third season with them. Uh, it's been a wild ride. It's been so much fun. That's awesome. It's a... Uh... I'm I've I've been getting really excited for watching this show. I'm gonna like I, I've said before, I haven't been privy um I've been able to watch any of the episodes before, but I'm now making it a, a point to watch this season when it comes out on September 8th. But before we get into too much more about the TV show, how's your how's your 2023 season going so far? Yeah, so this is my rookie campaign in the 360 division at Oshawican. Uh For the previous four years, I've been racing the crate sprint. Um, it's been as expected. I'm going through a lot of rookie pains. Um, it's it's just the class is so talented. There are so many phenomenal drivers that the talent level is just ramped up 100 times from what I'm used to. And then on top of that... Um, the setups are just so much different. They're so much uh, more sensitive than the crate sprint division. So uh, we're learning, but we're, we're definitely through trial and error. We are learning the hard way. Uh, we've kept the, our nose pretty clean, knock on wood. Um, no, no big incidents or anything like that, but um, just a lot of, a lot of tough nights, just trying to figure out setups and, and race and be competitive with some of the best drivers in the country, if not the world. Mm -hmm. So what's that been like moving? Because you were in the crate sprints before. What's that been like moving up to the 360s? And what changes have you noticed? Yes. So one thing I really noticed is, and this isn't a knock against the 360 division, but it's definitely much more cutthroat in the 360 division. Um, the crate division the most of the teams hang out together they're they they really enjoy traveling together having a good time they have a, a chat group that's hilarious and <laughs> um, should have its own show at sometimes um but then the 360 division it's it's a lot you're, you're stepping up like this is this is as close as it gets to professional racing for us at least um without actually going on the road so it's been it's been pretty bad, badass at the same time because I really love that. Um, I'm a former lacrosse player slash uh, competitive hockey player. I was drafted professionally for lacrosse, so I get this gig. I totally get it. I get why people are um, a little bit cutthroat and just you know a little standoffish a little bit. Um, I totally get that, and and so that's been that's been an adjustment that I've noticed the. As for the cars themselves, it, it was shocking to me how different the exact same chassis. So if people don't know, um, the crate uh, engine and the 360 engine, they're obviously they're two different engines, but the exact same chassis, same car when it comes to sprint cars. And it's been shocking to me how different the setups have been and how the car feels with a 360 in it. Uh, as compared to the crate so 
I would just say that the cars are a lot more sensitive when you have that much horsepower. So we're talking about the crate has around 390, um, give or take uh, a good 360 engine. We're probably, we're probably in around 690, 700. Um, wow. So it's a big jump. It's, it's a huge jump horsepower wise. So. Yeah. The cars are just, they're just wild. They're animals. And, uh, so it becomes really sensitive to fine tuning, um, which is, you know, that's been a big learning curve for us, but it's been a lot of fun. That's wow. awesome. And so it's, well, I, we've, I've definitely been watching you for the past few years in the crate division. And it was nice to hear when I, when I heard that you're moving to the 360 this year, I, I was like, that's going to be a good change. I think that's going to be a little more, you know, there was a lot of people I think moved up from crates to 360s this year, was there not? There's a big rookie class this year. Yeah, absolutely. This is probably the biggest rookie class that Ashwikan has seen, um, maybe ever, but at least in the last few years. Uh, there's been, you know, yeah, Eric Gledhill and Darren Dryden and a few others, uh, Lucas Smith, uh, myself. So, there, Bowman, there's there's a whole bunch of us that have jumped up from the crate sprints into the 360s. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, moving back towards the show, like I want to, obviously we kind of touched on a little bit earlier here, um, how you, you joined the cast in 2020 uh, in that era there. Uh, how were you approached to do the show? Yeah, so... Um... I just, I guess, be hanging around the track, um, being an indigenous driver at at, at the racetrack. Uh, Clinton Jeffrey, I believe, put Friday Night Thunder in touch with me and basically approached me and said, hey, would you be interested in being part of the cast? I had seen them at the racetrack. I had seen them filming. And it's always kind of awkward, you know, seeing other drivers doing their interviews and having a camera in their face all the time. And so... What I did at the time was when I was approached and got connected with the Friday Night Thunder and in particular Laura, um, our, our, basically I had a meeting with my crew and my family and just asked them, hey, is this something you're interested in doing? Is this something we want to be a part of? And, and they jumped on board. They, they loved it. My crew thought it would be a great experience. I think it's great exposure. It's been, it's been a blast. I mean, being on Friday Night Thunder, they catch you at your best and they catch you at your worst. And that can be the hardest thing about it is when you want to crawl in a hole and just disappear and you've had a bad night or things didn't go your way or, or your wreck or whatever it might be, you make a silly mistake. You know, there's a camera in your face capturing every moment of it. And so that can be that can be trying at times for sure. But then we've gotten to know and fall in love with that crew uh, that puts that show together. They're, they're amazing people. And I know you interviewed them. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun. We've kind of created our own little, our own little family. Um, and so I, I've really appreciated the moments that they've captured. Uh, for instance, one of the first episodes that I was a part of in season two um, actually captured a moment with my dad just before I started racing in 2019. Uh, I had never been in a race car before. My dad and I just decided 
we're going to do this. We've never raced before, didn't know anyone in racing. And we decided we were going to put together a crate sprint in 2019. Well, just as we were putting together that crate sprint to go to Ashrik, and we found out my dad had lung cancer. And um, one of the cool things that the show has enabled me to do or enabled our family to do is capture incredible moments with my dad. So my first year, I wasn't part of the show. But then the second year, um, Friday Night Thunder definitely captured some really cool moments. And one of those moments that they actually captured and ended up showing in a later season was my first win with my dad by my side, which was a pretty special moment. That's awesome. Oh, Thank yeah. Um, obviously, like you, you said it yourself there, you, the cat, the, the crew from Friday Night Thunder has definitely become like a family to you guys and, and to your team. Uh, I guess one of the, I guess one of the things I, I, I think is always funny because with some of the stuff that I get catch on camera and, you know, you can't always use it because it's either inappropriate or, or, you know, whatever happens is, do you, have you noticed that maybe your team has had a step back from how they usually act around you or because of the cameras or are they still the same? Yeah, so this there's there's an interesting thing that happens and occurs uh, at the racetrack, and so that with my friends around me and even my crew, um, you're always conscious, or they are always conscious that they're on camera, um, and so if they would, it was a little bit of uh, an adjustment, and I had to like kind of um, push my friends along a little bit to open up a little more, and it's okay to be a little bit unfiltered. Uh, but at the same time, um, they wouldn't come and visit me. Uh, they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to be, have those silly goofy moments or uh, all those types of moments caught on camera. And so I had to actually like talk to them and sit people down and say, Hey, it's okay. Come <laughs> chat with me. Come hang out. 99% of what they capture is going to be cut anyways. <laughs> And the 1% that they're going to get is probably going to be gold and it'll be a lot of fun and you'll get a good kick out of it. Um, so in the last year or so, I really noticed that uh, those people, my friends that kind of shied away a little bit from the camera have been coming around a lot more. When it comes to capturing moments on camera and do we change, <laughs> one of the funniest things that's occurred is just when my wife, who's also basically my partner, uh, when it comes to the race team, she actually helps me run the race team and, and do everything. She's basically the manager of the team. Well, when we disagree, that's that's really <laughs> interesting. Uh, Friday Night Thunder's caught, captured that a couple times where we might be in each other's face really angry at one another or angry at the situation or whatever and we'll kind of stop and go hold on we're on camera let's go into the trailer <laughs> and they'll capture it from a distance so it's just kind of you know part of being married and part of being a couple and sometimes we argue or sometimes we disagree or um or we we wish that one another would have went about a situation in a different way it's that's a lot of fun and uh, plays a unique role in our relationship because um, you always have to have your game face on when you're on a show like this. You can never have an off day or you try not to have an off day. So um, you're always playing a role, I would say. And our relationship, 
relationship is is like that where we kind of as a couple have to play a bit of a role on camera um not that it's fake or anything but we're just very sensitive to how we act and how we argue or disagree or um support one another so that's been a lot of fun is there any specific moments that you think fans can look forward to in this upcoming season yeah absolutely there's um there's lots of drama in the seasons but in particular with me um i get in a bad wreck and i'm not going to spoil too much but the really cool thing is is you see what kind of family atmosphere racing really has um where i had just destroyed a car it was i wrecked really bad uh friday night at ashwikan and i thought my season was done at like 9 30 10 o'clock and this is all caught by friday night thunder and at 10 p.m one of my great friends jamie turner approached me i actually run out of his race shop and said hey do you want to build the car tomorrow morning because i had a race that in a saturday night and i thought about it and so well, you have to tune in to Friday Night Thunder to see what ends up happening. But it's a pretty cool story. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. I th- I think I know which one you're talking about. Because I remember, because I've been following the your racing page for a little bit now. And I think I know which weekend you're talking about. So I, I'm actually really excited for that one now. Because um, obviously, I can see one side of it from what you guys post on social media. But obviously, it's a lot different behind the scenes it's the conversations with your partners your crew people you know and and obviously we're not privy to that uh to that so i'm hopefully we see that i'm sure we will see that on friday night thunder uh in this upcoming season but it's honestly it seems like to me like it's really one of those great shows i feel like it needs more like like needs to be talked about more Right. It, it seems like y'all have a great time. It's it, there's drama. There's great action. There's highs. You see the lows. You know, we see that in the promos. I, I've watched, I think, all the promos now a handful of times each. And I'm still like, like, I'm I'm so like, I don't know which way they're going with their footage or, or what they're doing with the season. And which I really like because it makes me want to tune in. And it, to me, it's just one of those. It, it's well, obviously great from Friday Night Thunder that. I, I've been really enjoying this little bit of a partnership we've had where we're able to talk with guys like yourself to really get an idea of what fans can expect from season three and yeah, to, yeah, to, I would say to bring more of, awareness, you know, one of the things that Friday night thunder does is it really captures the true grit of racing. Uh, and what I mean by that is like the struggles you go through the highs and the lows and, um, just the amount of sacrifice that we as racers have to make to get even just to get to the track, let alone be successful or competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really love that about the show is they're, they're able to capture not only that true grit, but that family atmosphere that racing affords us. It's, it's unlike anything else I've been a part of. Speaking of highs, what has been one of, your greatest moments so far 
Yeah, I talked about it a little bit. There, nothing will ever touch um, my first win. And, and I know first wins are special for everyone um, if you're ever to, to, you know, have that experience. But for me, my first win was a lot more than just being competitive in a sprint car. Um, it was about doing it with my dad. Like we had, you know, we had built this thing with no knowledge of racing, uh, no experience in racing. I was 33 at the time, jumping in a car. I'd never, I'd never raced a go-kart, never raced anything, never sat in a race car, um, you know, and really learned the ropes our first year. And then second year, we come out kind of guns a blazing and, and having a great year and just all that experience and practice I got in my first year really helped, obviously. And, uh, my dad was, my dad was really sick. Like we, it was, it was, we knew it was terminal. We knew that, um, he was, in, he was in a really tough spot. And, uh, so it was just him and I still working on the car with, uh, our friends, Nick and Cassidy, my wife, Amy, of course. Um, my brother, Sam was helping out quite a bit too, but, uh, to have that moment for my dad to be at Merrittville Speedway in the night that I won, um, I, as soon as I got out of the car, I, I didn't even go to do my interview. I didn't go to grab the checkered flag. I looked for him. He was getting off the four wheeler. I hugged him and we both started bawling and just started crying. And, um, it was, it's the greatest sporting moment of my life. And I've had some pretty incredible ones through, you know, playing in the NCAA championships, like playing semi-pro lacrosse and, um but this nothing will ever touch that is the greatest memory that uh, i could ever have asked for literally gives me goosebumps like that's holy that's uh you know what that's obviously there's nothing like spending is getting to victory lane and having your dad there and you know with everything going on at the time it obviously what meant a lot to you and that's uh, it's, it's obviously a great story, right? It's that's what we like to hear. Um, and uh, frick, man, you just made me like you made it. You just had it like yeah. took me on an emotional roller coaster there. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I teared up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, we we're we're having. I know we we're. I okay. So first things first is I would like to invite you back on to have a full episode because i feel like we need to dive in a hell of a lot more uh these little snippets i want to kind of keep around 45 minutes long so we're we're not we're almost done we're not there yet but i would like to i want you to get talk to us real quick a very just go over briefly about how you got involved in racing before like were you a fan just going uh growing up at oshawa speedway before you got in the car how did that like how did your interest in racing get started yeah, so racing came from my dad. My dad was basically a lay NASCAR fan. So once in a while, usually on Sundays, we would we would lie around on the couch when I was a kid and fall asleep to the NASCAR race, wake up for the last 10 laps. <laughs> um, then my parents, my mom and dad took me to Flamborough for the Enduros in the 90s um, quite a bit. And that was, I always look forward to that. I love that. And then it was my mom who introduced me to Oshrican Speedway and not only Oshrican, but I saw the Southern Ontario sprints for the very first time. And I, I had seen sprint cars before, but they were, it was 
limited on TV. There was an old channel called TNN, like a long time ago, um, that would show various forms of motorsports, including the World of Outlaws. And I remember I was maybe eight or nine, and my dad showed me these World of Outlaws, and he goes, "These are the baddest ass cars that exist. These, there's nothing more extreme." than a 410 sprint car and i always had that like kind of branded into my brain and i always remember that so the first time that i saw the southern ontario sprints the 360 sprints out of and would have been when i was about 12 or 13 years old uh i think and i was in awe right away i was like this is the greatest spectacle i've ever seen and, and I had gone to like old cast car races. I've gone to Enduros and I had gone to NASCAR races with my dad, but this stuck this, like this, something clicked and with me on sprint cars. And so when I got my license, I just started going, I, I was born and raised in Waterloo, Ontario. Um, so about an hour from Oshriken. And so when I got my license, I just started going Friday nights by myself to Oshriken and then um, actually, one of my first dates with my now wife uh, was to Oshrican Speedway. It was kind of like, you're going to like this or it's not going to work out. <laughs> uh, and of course, I'm kidding, but it, she fell in love with it, too. And um, yeah, it just it all stemmed from my parents introducing me to the local short tracks. And um, I was always a fan of like vintage modifieds. I thought late models were really cool. My dad also worked at Cambridge Rigging, which uh, John Fitzpatrick owns, and that's where J.R. Fitzpatrick, that's yep. his dad, John. Um, so we knew the Fitzpatricks growing up, and we'd always go check them out on the Cascar scene, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And so that, that's basically where my racing got its hooks into me. That's an that's awesome, awesome. That's, a, that's a kick-ass, like, intro story there. I love that. But... <laughs> Like I said, Alan, I would love to bring you back on at a later date and do an actual full, like our full uh, interview. Um, but I think we're going to get into our fan question period, whereas you saw earlier today, we posted up on uh, Facebook and Instagram that you were joining us and we got some fan questions for you. Ready to answer them? Awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, Megan, take it away. I'm ready. Okay. First, Laura asked, Put the following in order of difficulty. Earning a PhD, learning 360 sprint car setups, learning crate car setups, making a movie, writing a book, and being a dad. <laughs> uh, Laura's trying to throw in all, all the things, the different hats I wear. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so um, by trade, uh, I'm a professor. Uh, I teach at McMaster University in the Department of History and Indigenous Studies program. Um, I would say being a dad is so enjoyable. Uh, I don't find it difficult at all. So that's definitely at the bottom of the list. At the top of the list right now, learning a 360 sprint car in the setups has got to be one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. Um, the other things that Laura mentioned, like earning a PhD. Okay. It's tough. It was six years of just the PhD program, 
but you, you take little nibbles at it and, and you work your way and it's like steps and um, it's not, you don't get thrown to the wolves right away. Uh, where a 360 sprint car, you get put in and there's no practice and there's no one to hold your hand or guide you along. Not, not while you're in that car. Uh, so it's been one of the most challenging things I've ever done. Um, and that's not to discount everything else, but uh, no, it's not to discount a PhD or the crate sprints or uh, being a dad or anything like that. But it is, it's been, it's definitely been trying and it's definitely been one of the, one of the greatest challenges I've ever faced in my life in a positive way. I love it. Uh, I hate it, but I love it. And there's a reason I keep going back every week. It, it's a blast, even when it's frustrating. Okay. Her next question is, do you sleep? And if so, when? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I have, I have a lot of great people uh, surrounding me. And so I, I would say any part of my success is not a reflection of what I am doing, but those around me and those who support me. So first and foremost, my wife, Amy, who's again, the, my partner in this racing deal is like, um, is right in there and managing our race team and uh, making sure that I'm in a good headspace, making sure that the team is put together and ready to go and that nights go, you know, go well for us and um, really sacrifices a lot. And, you know, my success in racing, what little success or whatever success I've had uh, is a lot due to her and to everybody else around me my in-laws help so it's a family atmosphere so um my father-in-law and my mother-in-law uh, come to the racetrack every friday night uh, my good buddies nick and cassidy are there as our crew but amy's always that rock that um is you know the cornerstone of our race team so i think that you know having those people around me is 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 really important and significant and the same with my academic life and professional life. Um, I'm just surrounded by really brilliant, great people that uh, want to see you succeed. So uh, that's, that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. And the last question from Laura is what's your guilty pleasure? <laughs> uh, guilty pleasure. I'm not, I, I don't know what I want to say. <laughs> no, screw it. Um, you know, I I I don't mind a bath bomb once in a while. A good bath bomb <laughs> is, is when when you've had a tough week or whatever, you throw that bath bomb in and things melt away. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Um, John, was there two from Rob Twitchett? No, just one. Okay. Oh, that, okay. Um, Rob Twitchett said, if you could go back and tell the rookie version of yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, that's a great question. I, I really appreciate that. I would say soak it up. Soak up every moment. Um, 
because you, you really you never know like you don't know how how quickly this could all end and it's a blast and it's a lot of fun but man does it go by fast like race nights can be really intense competition can be really intense um if there was anything that i would tell myself five years ago when i started this whole thing it's like soak up those moments those highs and 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 try not to worry too much about the lows because they they are temporary um they really are so any new sprint any new race car driver but usually it's sprint car drivers that uh, i'm chatting with um when they first step in the car and right now we actually have a crew of our, our crew members at team turner racing are actually racing car a uh, sprint car crate sprint for the very first time and they're rotating and the first thing I say to them is just soak up that moment, soak up that moment of getting in the car and the adrenaline and the rush of it all. Um, Cause you don't know how, how long it'll last and if it'll last, it won't last forever. And so, yeah, just trying to soak up those moments, whether it be with my family, my dad, um, that, you know, we get brought together every week by, by this, this thing, this passion and that's pretty cool because we often don't have enough excuses to get together. And yet here we have one, soak it up. That's great advice. And William underscore Trillium said, what has been your favorite racing memory? Yeah, so I'll share another one. Uh, um, I've, had, I've had a few, you know, I've been fortunate enough. I think um, the fir my first full point season, which would have been with the Action Sprint Tour, the traveling series, would have been in 2022. 2019 was my rookie season. 2020 was COVID, and we didn't really have a season. We just had, like, exhibition races kind of thing. Um, and then the following year was uh, only a touring series. Oshweekum was closed. That is a summer I'll remember for the rest of my life, just because we were traveling all over Ontario from Cornwall down to um, South Buxton and just outside of Chatham and traveling with the other crate sprint car drivers for this championship. We ended up finishing second in the championship. We went on this incredible run all summer long. I just, I just couldn't make a wrong turn. Uh, and, but you know, going to the hotels and hanging out and having breakfast or lunch with the other drivers and their crews and their families. It was a lot of fun. We had a blast that summer, uh, just traveling up and down the road. And it doesn't sound like that big of a deal to do that, but it's, it's, it's like for most of the grassroots racers, we don't often to get to do that all that much because it's just so expensive um but we were kind of forced into a position with covid to have to do that if we wanted to race but they also it was a limited schedule as well so we didn't have to do it you know six seven times a, a month we could do it four three four times a month and it made it somewhat reasonable um so that was a that was a, that was a blast that was so much fun to have that opportunity just to hang out with everyone and um travel and and pretend we were like a big shot uh world <laughs> law team it's pretty cool it is cool i mean it's always fun when you get to travel and you know when, when you and your guys are together and 
you're right. It, it feels like your your professional team. You feel more professional and uh when you when you do that. But uh that is our tailored to you meeting design fan question period. Uh we want to thank Alan for taking the time to answer those questions. Of course, we gotta thank everyone else for submitting them questions. Make sure you guys tune in every week to find out who our next guest will be and to where to submit those questions. Um with that being said, Alan, I said I didn't want to take too too much of your time up tonight, but um one I would like for because we got a couple more minutes here. What is um give us a I always have a good spiel here and I feel like I'm blanking on it tonight. I'm gonna give you the next couple of minutes here where you can thank anyone and everyone from a dog you had when you were two to maybe a cat when you were 16 to whatever. Uh it is your ch- time to shine. Thank your sponsors, thank your family and friends. Uh the, the floor is yours. Oh well, yeah, we've we've been really fortunate to to have some great sponsors over the years. And uh this year we had Henson Shaving jump on board. Um I definitely recommend check checking them out they make a great gift um they're kind of a really kind of a nice high-end razor um for people in your lives that you know uh, makes a great christmas gift or whatever it might be and uh schmuck truck dnr automotive uh bent kitchens inline electric christopher's gelato and flex of it i really appreciate all the support that we get from our sponsors um they enable us to be able to go up and down the road and, and to you know stay here at home at a shrieking and have a competitive season and a competitive car as for thanking everyone else it's just i i gotta thank my crew and my in-laws and, and my wife amy um for everything that they do and um i i put them through a lot uh you know i'm i'm a really high strung kind of intense individual on race night uh and it's just my personality i'm really really competitive and it eats at me and sometimes it shows through a little bit and uh so i just want to say i appreciate them putting up with me Uh, and and to friday night thunder um thank you for the family that you've become and that you are it's uh it's been such an amazing ride i hope to keep it going for uh, many more seasons all right well you guys can catch the brand new season of friday night thunder featuring alan downey this september starting september 8th on eptn and of course alan we got to thank you for joining us here on the true north racing podcast this week and we hope you enjoy the rest of your night well thank you very much for having me i really appreciate it all right we'll talk to you later okay and now we're back after a conversation with Alan. I, I had a lot, even though it was really quick in, in our, in my opinion, I don't think we ever have an air, uh, a conversation this short with one of our guests. Mm-hmm. And it always feels a little weird when we have these little short conversations, but we yeah. hope, we hope definitely hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, ho- hopefully you guys en- have been enjoying so far our lead up to Friday Night Thunder season three premiere on APTN on September 8th at 8.30 p.m. And we're not done yet. We're still final at this point when we're recording this, we're still finalizing a couple more guests. But we're going to keep them secret until the day of recording or the day of the show. I don't know yet, but we'll definitely the day of the recording because we can't really hold that back with our fan question period. But, uh, Megan, before we head out, 
we know your car is ready. We know you've been practicing. The question, I have a question. Are you behind the wheel this Saturday night at Flying Bro Speedway? Yes. I am. <laughs> How excited are you for, to get behind, back behind the wheel of, your, of, this, of the stock car? I'm excited and I'm nervous. Like I was telling you off air, that whole Alan's answer to Rob Twitchett, that kind of brought me some calm because I'm like, that's very true. And I need to keep that in mind. So I'm nervous. I'm starting back at square one. I thought about putting a rookie stripe on my car, even though I'm not technically a rookie, but mentally I'm a rookie. <laughs> but it should be all good. Everything should be okay. Everything right. will be okay. <laughs> it it definitely will be okay. I don't know what we're going to be up to just yet, but I don't think we're going to make it out to Flambro this week. I got to figure out what Jack and I are up to. Maybe we'll, we'll go to Maryville. But uh, when you guys hear this, Megan will have run her her first race since the end of the 2021 season. So, uh Good luck this weekend, Megan. We're, we're going to be cheering you on regardless. You know we're we're just a message away at, at all times. We look forward to seeing how you do, and I'm excited to see you back in the car. Thank you. Now, I'm looking forward to whooping your butt in a few weeks. <laughs> I'm hoping I have a little more practice by then, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, I get... I get one practice session of alone time before yeah. before other cars start getting thrown on there. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's going to do it for us this week. We hope you guys enjoyed our little Friday night thunder preview with Alan Downey. Uh, make sure you guys tune in each week to the true North racing podcast. Make sure you, every Sunday we definitely have a guest on currently, um, but make sure you guys tune in find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, YouTube and uh, also obviously the website joemedia.ca. We appreciate all the views and the clicks that we get. So uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, uh, help us out. We 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 definitely see it on our end. We love it. We love promoting racing. We love talking about it. We got some more things going on here in the next little bit where I'm excited about. I got to figure out. I personally got to sit down and figure out how I'm mentally going to do this. But uh, we got some great things coming down the shoot. But make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you guys follow us. Stay up to date on where I'll be, where Megan will be. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed another episode of the True North Racing Podcast. I know uh, I know, I definitely know I did. So um, from Megan mm-hmm. Mitchell, I'm John Morrison. We'll see you guys next time. Bye now. Yes. True North Racing. Let's go.